0: Today's Gimel. We left off on the bottom of daf Kufiud Yud Beis where we just finished the Mishnah yesterday. We're up to the Gemara on Kufiud Yud Today's daf is entirely about Shotim, and Ketanim, and their different uh, issues regarding marriage and divorce. The Gemara is going to discuss why it is that a Chareshes doesn't need Truma We're going to talk about that as well. We're going to talk about the difference between a Chareshes and a Ketano when it comes to ksuba. We're going to talk about if a person is Boel a is. Uh, an asha's chairish, whether he's Chaiv uh, and Asham Taloi. How seriously do we take the marriage of a Cheresh with, uh, with a woman? And then we're going to talk a little bit about what the Das of a Cheresh is like. Meaning, What does it mean that he's not a Bar Das? Is it a consistent level of lack of Das? Or do we assume that it goes up and down? That sometimes he has Das, sometimes he doesn't have Das. On base, we're going to talk about why it is that the Rabbah that if a person is married to a Shota that he should not divorce the Shota, and uh, we're going to then explain the Masu Matan and Matan in the Mishnah, the back and forth in the Mishnah between Rabbi Yochum and Nuri, and the Tanakama, and then at the very end, we're going to talk about a case where a guy gives a get to his wife, but he says Kinsi Here, take the Shtarchov. He doesn't inform her that it's a get and what the status of such a divorce is. So let us begin with the Gemara on Kufi Beis on Beis. Why is it that by Kharashim the Rabbanan made a din the Rabbanan that they should have Nisuin on? daraisa level, unless both parties are bnei das, there is no nisuin. But the rabbanan were masekhed that if there's a cherish involved, that it's a Nisun midrabanan. Why were the rabbanan masekhed that for a cherish, but they were never misaking that for a shota? A shota who gets married, whether it's the guy that's a sho- that's a shota or the girl that's a shota, it's not going to be a marriage even midrabanan. So why would they only make such a marriage midrabanan for charrashim and not for shotim? The tanya, after all, the brayser tells us shota v'katan shnosu nashu Mesu by shota and katan, the marriage doesn't exist at all. If they die, there's not going to be a requirement for chalitz or yibum. So answers the gemara: a cheresh and where they could be, they could live a normal life, they could live b'shalom with their spouses. So the rabbanon were going to be misaki nisuin for them. But shota vs shota, the low kaima takanta drabanan de'ladum darv nachash pefifa achas be where they. Can't uh, possibly live a normal life because it's going to be crazy to live with a shota. Lota no paranta lota kin rabban nisuin. The rabban were not m'saken nisuin for such a person. Umayshna katan the lota kin rabban nisuin. Why is it that by a by, by a katan the rabban weren't m'saken nisuin of a the rabban I mean, it's one thing you want to tell me a shota they're not going to be misakin because it's impossible to live with a shota, but a katan you could be able to live with. How come the rabban weren't m'saken nisuin for a katan? People live with katanim in their house all the time, and uh, they, they live normal lives, so why is it that they weren't misakin nisuin for a katan? And it's a cheresh, who's never going to be able to have a real nisuin midaraisa. the rabbanan had to be misakin a nisuin mida for them. But a katan da asiluchal nisuin, lo takin rabban nisuin. There was no pressing need to create a nisuin for a katan, since all you need to do if you want that katan wants to have a Nisuin is weight. The person is ultimately going to be a Gadol. So there was no need to, in, to invent this concept of Nisuin Midirah for a katana or a katana. For a katana, but, but a katana does have nisun. We know vare katana, da asil nisun, vatakin rabar Yet, but so ask the Gemara, but then why were the rabbanan misakin nisun for a katana? Meaning a katana, shamesavia, whose father died, we know that Allah is her mother and brother, can give her over for a nisun mid Why were the rabbanan misakin nisun for a katana? Just wait she 'll get older one day, same as we say by a katan, that we 're not Misaki Nisu in for a katan because all you have to do is wait he 'll get older one day and now, over there there 's a, a katana. there 's a greater concern that if we don 't get her married, no one 's going to watch over her because she doesn 't have a father anymore, and then people are going to be knowing Ba Minhefkar people aren 't going to treat her with respect so at the end of the day, the way we have it is that when it comes to a shote Shota, there's no Nisun even on a D'Rabanan level. When it comes to a Cherish, V'Hareches, and a Ketana, there is Nisun on a D'Rabanan level, and by a Katan it's, uh, there's no Nisun on a D'Rabanan level at, uh, at all. But why is it though, that by a Ketana, even though by, on that Nisun Mid'Rabanan she has the right to be Mima enes. She's going to grow up and she could say, I'm not interested in this marriage, and she could walk away from it. But the Nisun Mid'Rabanan we instituted for a Cherish and Hareshas, they don't have the ability to be Mima'in. We don't allow them to just say, I object to this whole marriage and walk away. Why? Why the difference? They're both Nisu and Midrabanons, so why is only the katana able to walk away, and not the HaRashas? And Sagemar Nivlo If a HaRashas always had the ability to walk away, no one would ever marry the HaRashas, because it would be like, uh, when, when it comes to katana as Rashi explains over here, you know that you have X amount of time where you have to impress her and you have to make the marriage work and by that time if she's not by the time she becomes a gadolah if she wasn't so then you're good then she can she can no longer object and walk away but what it, where's the cut time going to be for a hareshes? It's going to be for the rest of her life. You're going to feel like your entire life, you're on trial. Like your entire life, you're being judged and you have to make sure to impress her. That's no way to live. No one's going to want to marry a woman like that where the, uh, the whole, his whole life she could just walk out, walk away from the marriage at any time. So frankly, once we establish that both the marriage of a katana and the marriage of a hareshes are both marriages midra why is it that a katana a tana who's married to a kohen is allowed to eat truma, but a chareshes who's married to a kohen is not allowed to eat truma. It's not because, after all, the mishnah says, ben That if a chareshes was married off by her father, so one thing he says is that she requires a get. About Al-Katana, but the second thing he said is Al-Katana Bas Yisrael, a HaKohen if you have a Katana Bas Yisrael that's married to a Kohen, Sha'ucheles Bitruma that she gets to eat Truma V'il LoAchla but there's nothing about HaReshas eating Truma so apparently Katana who's married to a Koin is allowed to eat Truma, HaReshas is not why the difference? now it's interesting, the Eidus of Rabbi Yochum and Good God that didn't say anything about HaReshas didn't say that she can eat Truma it also didn't say that she can't eat Truma, so where do we get Get the idea that necessarily the Hareshas can't eat Truma so Rashi writes because there are two statements in the Eidos of Rabbi Yochum and Gugada the first statement was about a Kharashas, then the second statement about eating Truma was only about a Katana if this were true about a chareshes as well he would have mentioned chareshes in the second statement as well. The fact that he switched and he doesn't mention Kharashes in the Sega and he only mentions Katana leads you to believe that this isn't true, that it's not true of a Kharash's Kharash cannot eat Truma. Tos also asks this Kashvim Katana, Tos says no, maybe the reason that Rabbi Yochum and Gudgad mentions the katana uh, eating truma is because if a katana can eat truma then for sure a charesha should be able to eat truma. So because the hareshah is by the katana at least you could argue let it, let her eat, uh, don't let, you could argue that you wouldn't let a katana eat truma because just wait till she gets older she'll be able to eat truma. Hareshah is never going to be fixed. She's never going to, you know, there's no waiting until she gets older. So maybe there's more of a reason that a charesha should be able to eat truma. Maybe we're mentioning katana can eat Ruma, and yeah. homer, hareshes, can eat How can we assume that necessarily Hareshas cannot eat trumah? Veshlomarto says the Dayk me delotan hareshes bade katana. It still should have said something. Instead of just saying a katana basishnis coin, it should have said Kitana the Kharashas, Basiswell Shah uh Kitanabash the Harasha Shinis the Koin. It should have mentioned. The fact that it doesn't say Kharashas leads you to believe that a cannot eat truma. So back to the Gemara. so the Kasha is. Why is it that uh, that a katana and a that a katana is different than a hareshes in this regard. That a ketan who is married to a coin may eat truma, but a hareshes married to a coin may not eat truma. And so like, we're afraid, what if a hareshes mar- marries a hareshes? He's going to feed her truma. So, says, so what? So will feed her truma. The worst that is, is that it's a katan and the halach is that if a katan is eating something that they're not allowed to eat, you don't have to stop them. So this is an example of a katan The hareshes is just like a katan. So, who cares that he's going to feed her chuma? says, no, no, the concern is, no, the concern is, what if a chairish marries a regular girl, a pikachas, and he starts feeding her chuma? That's the concern as uh, uh, Tolstus points out, apparently we're not going to make a gzera that the katana shouldn't eat truma because of the concern that maybe a katan would then feed his gedola wife truma because uh, because that gzera would be so temporary just till everyone becomes gedola till everyone uh, grows up whereas over here it's more of a permanent kind of issue when you're dealing with HaRashen. So, asks the Gemara, but what's the big deal? Even if it's a HaRash and he's married to a pikachas, can't he feed her Midrabanan? After all, they're married Midrabanan, so shouldn't he be allowed to feed her truma The Gemara says, yeah, but HaRashen The concern is that he might come to feed her truma HaRashen. So, that's why we make such a gzeira that a chareshes is not allowed to eat truma, even though a Katana is allowed to eat truma because we're afraid that if we allow a to eat truma, then we're going to have a case where a charesh marries a pikachas and feeds her truma daraisa, even though their marriage is only a marriage midrabanan, and therefore she shouldn't be entitled, she shouldn't be allowed to eat truma midaraisa. Now, this din of a katanabas that's uh, that's allowed to eat truma is machlokus rishonim. Rashi understands that the under that the the, the mission is telling us that she could eat only truma midrabanan, that even the Katanabasi yisol that could eat truma, it's only. Truma Midrabanan. And uh, he says that that fits the Mandiyamr. They didn't call Achbi Archam Lakh Because if the, on a Daraisa level, uh, they're not married, on a Daraisa level, this girl is not married to I a mean, How could she be eating Truma Daraisa? So Rashi seems to understand that the whole issue over here, that the katana is eating Truma, is only Truma Midrabanan. Tosus just raises the question that if a katan, Ochel saying basin Bezim free show, if the Gemara is going to ask about that, so uh, you could say that he's even eating Tzuvah Nafrisho, and Ein Bezim free show. meaning granted, Bezim is not allowed to be of minatora but when a katan is doing an Avera, we don't have to stop the katan from doing that Avera, even if it's minatora. So Tosos says that we're Medayik from the Lashon ochelas ochelas sounds like it's not just that the katan on her own is eating, on her own is eating the it sounds like we're Ma'achil that. You wouldn't do. You would never be Machil and Isidar Raisa be that. dying. That's tomorrow's death is the whole discussion. And the day after is the whole discussion of Los achilim that there's Nisidar Raisa to give an Isidar raisa to a child, to actually be Machil and Isidar Raisa to a child. So that's uh, that's how the uh, Rashi and tells understand that we're talking about truma Midrabbana. The Rashba disagrees. The Rashba has many kashas from the whole Hemshik of the Gemara over here, from the fact that the Gemara asks, I is a katanochl that sounds like we're dealing with truma Dar Raisa if we call it a Katanochl nevelos. We say that a cherish b'pikachas should be allowed to eat Shuma It sounds like up until that point we were talking about Shuma raisa. The Rashba asked. So it sounds, so therefore the Rashba understands that when we say that a katana who is married to a Kohen is allowed to eat Shuma Rashba says not like Rashi, that it even means Shuma raisa good, period, next issue why is it that a katana gets a ksuba and a chareshes does not get a ksuba the reason a doesn't get a ksuba is because if she had a ksuba no one would ever want to marry the, uh, the ksuba as, uh, as, as uh, Tosus points out and if you're worried about wait a second, if she doesn't have a ksuba then it's going to be very easy to divorce her the Chama apparently weren't, uh, weren't worried about that. Now, by Katana, we're not worried that people are not going to want to marry her if she doesn't get a Ksuba, if she gets a Ksuba, because a Katana ultimately is going to turn into a regular marriage. So just like by a regular marriage, it's worth getting married, even though you're obligating yourself in a Ksuba, by Katana also, she'll one day be a Gedola. But who's going to want to marry a Chareshas if, uh, if you have that financial obligation that locks you into that marriage? Is No one's going to want to marry her in the first place. It's interesting, there's a tshuva in the Nod of Yehuda, in, in madura Kam, Evnezer, in Evnezer where the Shovel in the Nod of Yehuda wants to say, uh, that it's important to realize, the idea of ksuba, the Gemara says, is shalotei kalbein The whole reason we have ksuba, the chamor masakin ksuba, is so that if a man gets angry at his wife, he shouldn't just be able to walk out and say, okay, that's it, I'm done, and give her a get. He has to, there should be something holding him to the marriage. There should be something that would give him some pause to think before he gets divorced. So we have to realize the ramifications of saying that a girl doesn't have a ksuba. When you're saying that a girl doesn't have a ksuba, you're saying that it's going to be kalbein of lotzia that it should be it's going to make it easy for him to divorce her. So the Shoal and the noda wants to say that the chareshas in order to take of lotzia should we should have a din that she should only be able to be megareshas leritzona that she shouldn't be able to be megarish her balkarcha because you have to create that Shalote kalbein of somehow. Otherwise, not a Jewish marriage. The, the nature of a Jewish marriage is shalotei kalbein of The way we accomplish that normally. Is is with a ksuba, but if you're going to be Mesakin, then a Hareshus doesn't have a ksuba. Well, then what kind of marriage is that? So we have to build something else into the marriage that makes it impossible for him to walk away. So what we should do is we should make a rule that you can't be Magari Sherbal Karcha. So in the view that rejects it, he says no, because then it turns out that the Khareshas is Yafa Kocha more than any other girl. And the whole point over here is that we want a guy to want to marry a Hareshus, so we give him the upper hand. Normally, a Jewish marriage, you have to have Shlotei of Lotzia, you have to make it difficult for him to walk Walk away. But no one's gonna to want to marry a Hareshis if it's difficult to walk away. So we have to make it easy to walk away in order to marry the Hareshes. We can't give her the upper hand. It's backwards, says another The whole point over here is not to give her the upper hand. Where do we get this idea that a Katana gets a ksuba? the, tana the mission tells us as follows. Hamimaanes, Vashnea, Va a girl's mima enes, a snielar or a girl who's is an islandist, don't get a ksuba, but they go free with a uh, they go out with with a get or katana, yeish l'ksuba, but a katana, she has a ksuba. So good. So we have very clear that a katana does get a ksuba. The chareshes minolim do less l'ksuba. How do we know that a chareshes does not get a ksuba? Tanya cherish v'shota shnasu pikchos afal pishnis pakeach a cherish v'nishtafa shota en la maleim If a cherish or shota marry Das, Even though the cheresh then becomes a bardas, or the shota becomes a bardas, there's no, uh, there's nothing binding them. But if they want to stay in the marriage, then they do get a ksuba. a hareshes? A pikeach who marries a hareshes, or shota, or marries a shota, a few kasav mea mana Even if he writes a hundred mana into the ksuba, the ksuba is going to be a binding ksuba. Because if the guy wants to be of himself so gazenta 8 you can be mechaev yourself and your own money your own bank account as much as you want so the guy is a pikeach he's a bardas he's marrying this girl who's not a bazdas. he wants to be mechaev himself with whatever money he wants so he's allowed to do that time of the but it's only because he wants to be makhayim himself but if he doesn't express a desire to be makhayim himself then she's not entitled automatically because if she were entitled no one would ever want to marry her when a pikachas marries a cherish shouldn't we be or her? because after all why would any girl in her right mind want to marry a cherish if she's not going to have have some financial guarantee. Meaning it's one thing by the harashas, if, if we're going to say by the harashas, no one would ever want to marry the harashas if he's going to have to pay a ksuba to a harashas. Well, why would anyone ever want to marry a cheresh if she's not going to get a ksuba from the Khairish? says so the Gemara, a very important rule, yoser mishe ish rotza girls want to get married much more than boys do. So a girl, that's part of the concept of Tavlames of Tandum, Lames of amarlu, A girl is more uh, likely to settle on a guy who's beneath her than a guy would be on a girl who's beneath him. Little boys uh, uh, think about becoming uh, policemen and soldiers. Little girls think about becoming brides. It's a totally different... Uh, so that, that's, that's, so that, that's the... just attitudinally it's different and therefore there's, you don't need to encourage a girl to marry the Kheresh by telling her that she's going to get a suburb Without a ksuba she'll marry the cherish as well. How rav There was a cherish in rav neighborhood. Ansve itza. Rav married her off to a girl, to a regular girl. The kasula And he wrote her xubba four hundred. Rav was apparently the apotropis over this guy's estate, and he was a cherish. The guy was not a bardas, and rav Malkia wrote a ksuba of four hundred zuz, which is twice the uh, regular xubba, the zuz that we that we normally have. Even though um, in our ksubas we have a lot more than the because then we add od me'azukukim kasef tsaruf for uh, for the uh, for the tosefis ksuba, and then for the Nukse on uh another Mayaz Kukin Kazar Kha Khair Knagdamsah call Massim Zukukin Kazarf, which is way, way, way more than uh, than Massim Zuz. It's, uh, it's it's uh, exponentially more than Massimz. So anyway, Amar so Rav, Man Khachim Krav Malkyo. So Rava says, how who's who's as great as Ramalkyo? The Gavar Rabuhu that he's such a great man, Khassavri, Luratza Shivkal Shamsho, Milos of Lininelei, Kalshke and Hak Dikatharti. If the guy wanted, if the Kherish needed a Shivcha just to take care of the household, we would buy that for him from his estate. So we he, hear he gets a woman to take care of the household and he gets to be married so he gets a double benefit out of it so for sure he would he would be willing it's, it's, a, it's a good use of his money to pay for such a ksuba so that he could uh, so that he could be married, that he can get married to a girl and Beis Yosef writes that it's Dafka if Beisdin marries her off and Beisdin writes the ksuba that she gets called Masha but other people who are not a in are not able to be Machayev the guy in this money that it's Dafka, that's why man of Malkio, it's saying Rav Malkio who's not in that Rav is in such a position of authority that he has the ability to write such a thing. Which leads to an interesting discussion. If you ever notice on a ksuba, a ksuba is a little bit different than, uh, than, than a get, let's say, and then other shtaros. By many other shtaros, the shtar is a maizah beisdin. It's a shtar that's written by Bazin. ksuba is not written by the beisdin. A ksuba is written, uh, and, and nor is it written from the, the get, let's say, is written from the perspective of the husband. It's the husband writing I'm Plony Ben Plony, I'm being Megarish, this woman, right, a shtar kium uh, for a kium shtaros is a ma'isa baysin. We the baysin hereby a Ksuba di irkasa. When you lose a ksuba, it's a star of a baysin. Nachshiva points out it's the baysin writing. This these people came in front of us and told us that they lost a ksuba, so we are replacing a ksuba. A regular ksuba is not a ma'isa Beisdin. It's it's edos. The edim are saying we saw how this guy said to this girl. Lintu Moshevi even though it's a lie, they didn't see that they're at the They didn't even it didn't even happen yet. But they're allowed to say that because the guy is saying he's going to say it. So they and then they sign. At the bottom, we we the Aedim sign at the bottom, so that's true of a regular ksub. What about the Ksuba of the Cheresh? If the Ksuba of the Cheresh, he dafkani Mice based in, so then probably the whole nusach would have to be different. Enough gaminas when uh, when when it comes to a uh, get. Let's say since the get is written and abal, when the signature is signed on the bottom of the get, the write Plony ben Ploni. Aid, and they have to write that word aid because the whole the whole star is not beloshen it's beloshen abal. But when you write a ksuba, the ksuba is beloshen the edim. You don't actually have to write the word aid at the end. We're machmir, we do it anyway. But it's not it's not the end of the world if you forget the word aid in the end of the sign of ksuba. Because the whole thing is aidus. Anan <speaking in> sadi eich she <Hebrew> habacher blah 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 blah. The whole thing is uh, is is anan We're seeing it directly. Okay so that's the discussion over here in the Akronim whether this requires uh, whether this is a Maisa Bezin or not it sounds like it might be also a Maisa Bezin should be done during the daytime if it's uh, if it's just Eidos it could be done even by nighttime. time in ideally should have three people it's just Eidos you don't need three people the wife of a Cherish, you don't have to bring an Ashim Tali. Uh, if a person is Baal the wife of a Cherish, meaning he doesn't have to be that maybe there really is a marriage between the Cherish and, uh, and, and this woman no you don't, you don't have to bring in there are five people that should not take Truma and not only should they not take Truma if they do take Truma the Truma is not going to be a valid uh, taking of Truma and they are Cherish Shota the Khutan. A Kherishta and Khattan are three of them, but shalom and someone who takes Truman stuff that's not his, Vahovit Khavam Shatarim shel Israel, Afulub Rushus Israel. And if a guy is taking Truman and yisrael stuff, even if he has Rashus from the yisrael, in all five of these cases, ain't truma or Truma the Truma is not a truma at all so says the Gemara um, th- th- that so, so you see that that's exactly like Rav Chiyabarashi or Shmuel is saying that Shmuel says that she's definitely not married to the Cherish so we hear also we're saying the Cherish is definitely whatever he takes is not truma I mean he's definitely not a bardas at all so there's not going to be truma it lines up very nicely it says well nah. no maybe Shmuel even holds like Rav Lazar Truma's cherish lo te'itzi l'chul m'nei shuhu safek Rav holds that a Truma's cherish is safek Truma, that it might actually count as truma. Who says Shmuel thinks that a cherish is a lav bardas for anything? No, maybe for Chuma it does count uh, potentially. It's at least a Suffolk. Well, if he holds like Lazar, that the Cherish might be a Bardas at certain times, then why when you're Boel, the wife of the Cherish, do you not have to bring an Hashem Talo? According to Shmuel, you should have to bring an Hashem Talo. Maybe he was a Bardas when he got married and, uh, and, and the marriage is binding. So maybe you should bring an Hashem Talo. says, no. Because to bring an Hashem Tali, there's a different rule. chaticha mishtei chatichos. You bring an Hashem Tali when you might have violated a very serious iser. What does it mean, might have violated? It means that there are two things in front of you. One of them is chalev and one of them is not. One of them is a ter- very terrible iser and the other one's not a very terrible iser. And you ate from one of them. You just don't know which one of them you ate from. It has to be chaticha mishtei chatichos. One of two options. But if you just have a person uh, or a piece of meat, let's say, that you're Masupic about, you don't know what it is, you don't know if it's Khail of Shumun, you don't bring an Ashram Talih for that. That's not an Ashram. So over here, what did the guy do? He slept with an ishes Cherish. He does it, it's one person, it's not a Khatikha Mishteh Khatihas. He just doesn't know is the marriage a real marriage midarisa, is it not a real marriage middarisa? That you would not bring an ashram tali for. That's why Shumal says you don't bring an Ashram Tali. Even though might might be a Bardas at times and it might be a real marriage, still you don't bring an Ashram Tali because it's not Khatikha. Does Rablaza require Khatiha Mishteh Chatihos in order to be Khayvin Ashum Tali, Vatani Rablazar Almer, Koi Khayavin Al Khelbah Washim If you have this animal that's a suffic chayyah, suffic behema, it's one animal. It's not two animals, one animal. And you just don't know is it a chay or is it a behemah? The Allah is Chayavan al Khalbahali. Rablazar says you do have to bring an Asham Tali when you eat its Khalev the Allah is that Khailavan of a chayyah is mutter, chalov of a behema is Usir. So if you're not sure whether it's a Bahama or a Chaya, Shuri Rablaz says you have to bring an Ashram Tali, even though it's not Khatiha Mishteh Khatihos. Sand Sigma Shmuel Savak Rablaz bechada Upal Gale Bhakada. Shmuel holds like Rablazar on one issue, disagrees with him on another issue, meaning he holds like Rablaza that a Kherish sometimes is a Bardas, and therefore you have to worry that when a Kherish gets married, that it counts as a marriage. You have to worry that when a Kherish is my Truma, that it might be Truma really, but he didn't disagrees with the Rablazer in terms of the rules of Hashem Tali. Rablazer holds by rules of Hashem Tali, you don't need chaticha mishtei chatichos. Shmuel says for the rules of Hashem Tali, it needs to be chaticha mishtei chatichos. The sugya about chaticha mishtei chatichos is a sugya increases of stuff, yud zayinim beis, yud and the Gemara over there has three opinions as to why you would need chaticha mishtei chatichos in order to be high of Hashem Tali, with a couple of Nafgaminas. One opinion the Gemara has is that the Machlokas has had to learn the Pasuk in the in the Parsha of Hashem Tali, in mitzvos Parakei. So if you go with the Mikra that we read, Mitzvos, Loshon Rabbim, so you need many Sveikos. You need Shtei you chatikos, It's Mitzvos. They have two items in front of you and you don't know which one is the Isser. But according to the Ksav, not the Kri, the Ksav is Mitzvas, with only one Vav, not Mitzvos. And therefore it would mean that even a singular chaticha would be enough to create a Chiyavah The second opinion in terms of what what this is about, the Chatech Mishteh Chatechaz is about, is since the whole din of ashram Tali is to protect a person from Yisurim, the whole idea of ashram Tali is that, what if you bring an ashram Tali then you find out that Yutaka did the Yisur that you actually did eat the Chelev, well then you gotta bring a Chatas, then you, then you have to bring an, the actual covering that you have. the ashram Tali is only there as a stopgap, it's there to protect you from Yisurim until you find out well the implication of that is that it has to be possible to find out later but if you already ate the only item that was there, so how are you going to find out later, meaning it has to be that you ate chaticha mishtei where maybe later someone's going to come and say, oh no no, that, that chaticha that you didn't eat that one is shuman, and then you'll realize uh oh, the one I ate is chalab but if you only have one chaticha, then, uh, then you're not going to have that situation, whereas the one who says you don't eat chaticha mishtei chatichas holds that you don't need to be, have the possibility of being mevara the later on the third understanding of the Machlokas is that you daf can an Isr baru meaning you need ikva isura in order to be chayven Ashram Tali, you need to know, At some point... That this was once a vada isur. It's just that like we now lost the ability to identify it. So when do you have that? When you have chaticha, mishtei chatichas. One of these things was once definitely chilev, and we knew it to be chaylev. But now we got confused: which one is chaylev and which one is shuman? But if you have only chaticha achas, then it's not ikve isura. What's the nafkamina? Huh? So a couple of nafkaminas. What if a guy comes and eats the first chaticha, and then Yisrael comes and eats the second chaticha? According to the first reason that we learned from mitzvos, so by the time the Jew ate it, you don't. Have have mitzvos, you don't have two isurim, you only have one isur, so you would not be chayav ashram Tali. According to the second reason, that you're only on something that you're going to be able to even later on, you're not going to be able to even later on, so it would not be uh, chayav ashram Tali. But according to the third reason, that you just need that it was once, nikva isura, that it once had, ikva isura, it was once known, the isur was once known, well, over here the isur was once known. The guy happened to eat it, but the isur was once known. Another nachkamina might be, if you have two chatikos in front of you, one of them has a kazayas and the other one does not have a kazayas. So if the chiyuv is because of mitzvah Slash and rabim, so uh, so they both need to be kasher that you'd be chayiv nashim and therefore you're going to be patir. If the re- but if the reason is that it's the, that later you might be able to be mevara the yisur, then you don't need a shir, as long as someone's going to be able to tell you later on that this other hadicha you didn't need is chayiv v'shumen. So then uh, then you, you would be chayiv and also if you say that it's ikvei yisura, you would be chayiv nashim because it is called ikvei yisura, no matter what, what the shir might be. Okay, Vika Da others have a different version of the conversation. Amar Khibarash Yom Shmuel, Ash Shahish Khavenullah, Ashram Talib that Shmuel said that one is Chayiban Ashram Talib for sleeping with the nation's chairish. May say Khamisholo Y Tromu. what about the Bryce that says that Chaerish is Truma doesn't count as Truma at all? So apparently he's never a bardas. So, like Rabbi Lazar, maybe he holds like Rabbi Lazar that Rabbi Lazar says we are Khoshish, that a cherish is a bardas. So by Ravashi, might time it to Rabbi Lazar. What we're saying that Rabbi Lazar holds if a cherish takes truma that we have to be Khoshish that it might actually count as truma. What's his lo- logic? Is it Mifshap Shitali the cherish daita kalishtu who umiyum i idaita zilusa ilav daita zilusa uliyalem chad daita who does Rabbi Lazar view it that a cherish has one consistent? level of das it's definitely weaker but maybe he has the ability to focus and understand certain things when totally focused but that's always the case. The cherish is always a weaker level of das. But at certain points, he's able to focus and he's able to get things. Or Odilma, or maybe no. Maybe when he's a cherish in full force, he doesn't have a strong das and he doesn't have clear das and he's not able to do anything. But over here, the reason that we're choshesh, that maybe his truma counts kivan di chalem vi itim because he's not always at the same level of das maybe it fluctuates, maybe sometimes Khairish has has uh, moments of clarity, and in those moments of clarity, he's able to do things, like to be mafresh truma and to get married so which is the actual shita of Rablazar? is it that we're choshish, that maybe he had kiddushin because maybe you caught him in one of those moments, or he was able to be mafresh truma because you caught him in one of those moments, or is it no, that uh, he's consistently um, uh, not a bardas but maybe in enough das for truma, he's able to have, if he focuses Really well. So the my Nafkumina, the Hotsi Ish to begat, Nafkamina would be if a Kherish got married, can he get divorced? Can he give his wife a get? if you say that his das remains consistent throughout, so whatever das he used to get married when we were misaqin Midr that he has a marriage, that same das could be used to give a get, because why not, why would it be any different but if you say that sometimes he has moments of clarity so maybe when he had kiddushin he had such a moment of clarity and the kiddushin was there for chal, but at the time of ger we don't know that he's having such a moment of clarity and therefore he can't get divorced. So what would it then be? Teku. It's left unresolved. Again, this is all within Shittas only that, uh, that we have this Teku. It is interesting that the Gemara assumes that if he has a certain level of consistent das, if that das is enough for Kiddushin, it's enough for Gerushin as well. Reb Chaim has a long essay where he describes the different levels of das needed for different things. Right To, to, be, uh, to, to do Mecca memkar, you need das. But Mishagia lo onas haPuutos that our already mising that you have enough uh, das. Of course, the child is pretty young. We need to do nidarim. You need das, a little higher level of das. You need das, but you don't need to be a gadol yet. You could be mufla somechlo ish. Can take on the darim when you're close to the age of godless, you can take on the darm. But for real mechachimemchor you need to be a gadol. you need to be a barabbas mitzvah. For kiddushin, you need even more das than that. And then Rabchaim writes, and the highest level of das one ever needs is for gerushin, Because by gerushin, by kiddushin, you need the das of both the husband and the wife, so they both need X amount of das. But by, by Gerishin, since the whole, all the old Das is only on the husband's side, because he could be a Megarish in karcha so all the Das that's necessary is only on the husband's side, it needs to therefore be a higher level of Das, Rabbi Chaim writes. So it's an interesting assumption the Gemara makes, that just because uh, the Kherish has enough Das to affect Kiddushin, that he necessarily has enough Das to affect Gerishin as 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 well. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I must deal with this gemara directly. I don't remember. Okay. Nishtatis. So then the uh, the the mishnah said that if uh, if uh, she becomes a shota. So we're going to talk about shota now. So I'm Rabbi Dvar Torah. Shota pikachas bal On a dvaraisle level, if you have a marriage with a girl and then she becomes a shota, you could divorce her because you, as we just mentioned, you don't need das on the side of the woman when it comes to a get. It could even be Megarishin Isha bal So if she happens to not have das, you could also be Magari Shermidal Raisa. Why is it that we say not to divorce a uh, Shota? Because otherwise, people will just be knowing, people are going to mistreat her if you divorce a Shota. You can't just leave her on the streets. What's the case exactly that we're talking about? If she's someone who can protect her get and she can protect herself, minagi baminik Hefkar, is that really concerned that she's going to be knowing baminik if she's at that level of das? Now the case must be she can't protect herself and she can't protect the get. Well then Dvartara Shota Muskareshes on a Darais level, she could be divorced. Vamid Bera Byan, Vinasum Byada, Mish Yad the Garishhatzma. Vinosambiada means that the girl has to have a yad to be Megarish to get to accept the divorce herself, and yadsazu, shein the yad the garishhatzma, as opposed to a girl who doesn't have a yad the garishhatzma. But then the second Josh of Tandishmal, Vishulchamibeso, Misham misha Shall Khaven part of the din of uh, getting divorced is that you have to be able to send her from to send her from your house where she's going to have enough das to know that this is final, that I'm not supposed to come back home, it's not just that we're in a fight and I'm uh, leaving and then I'm going to come back later today and we're going to make up no, a get is Vishil mi beso but if she doesn't know that then, uh, then, then she doesn't have the requisite level of das and she can't even get divorced then the divorce won't be chal so says but the, the type of shot we're talking about who, on a Daraisa level, could get divorced, but the Rabbanan were Masake not to divorce her, is a girl who knows how to, how to guard her get, but does not know how to watch herself. On a d'arais level, she can get divorced because she can protect her get. But the rabbanon said, "Don't divorce her because then people are going to treat her minik It's not going to be good for her to get divorced." It sounds this way that it's a din midrabbanan that not to divorce her because it says with regard to her that if she becomes a shota he should not divorce her day when it describes the husband becoming a shelter the mission says that he's never going to be able to get divorced. Why the, more, the greater emphasis, when it describes the husband, if, if regardless of who becomes a shota, divorce is not a possibility, why do we use such a stronger lashon when describing a husband becoming a shota, than when describing the wife becoming a shota? It's because if a husband becomes a shota, he can't get divorced. On a daraisa level, he can't get divorced, because he doesn't have any das. When the girl becomes a Shota, on a Daraisa level, she can get divorced. It's only on a darabanan level that she's not allowed to get divorced. So the Akimta over here is that the case of the Shota who can get divorced, Midaraisa, but cannot get divorced, is a Shota who's, who has enough das that she could be Shomer Gita, so the divorce could be Chal, Midaraisa, but because she can't be Shomer Atzma, other people could take advantage of her, and that's why the Rabbanan don't want her getting divorced. We don't want to leave her on the streets. There is a sugi on Masechus Chagiga on Duf base that discusses how do we define a shota? Who is someone who is deranged? What exactly is a shota? Someone who is uh, developmentally disabled in some level and doesn't have uh, full das, we, we would not call a shota. That's not a person who is deranged. That, that's what we would call a cherish. Someone who is unable to be educated properly, so that, that would have a din of a, of a cherish. But who would, have, who would have a din of a shota? So the Gemara Chagiga gives three simanim for a shota. Yotze Yechidi Belaila, someone who goes out alone at night, someone who sleeps in the cemetery, and someone who tears his clothing has no uh, understanding for the value of uh, of, of uh, anything that's worth something. Just throws away things that are worth money, and is makarey ksuso. So the gemara is makhlokas over there. Do you need all of the simanim together to be a shote, or is it good enough to have one of the simanim? A guy sleeps in the cemetery at night. saying, you know what? That's pretty crazy. That's enough to be a shote, even if he doesn't tear, tear his clothing and do the other things. That's machlokas in the gemara. The Russian masech school and paskins that it's enough to have one siman, and that's what we pass on the halacha that any one of these simonim are enough rabbina simchal said no only if you have all three Beis Yosef and The they say that all the simonim are only um if you do it many times if a guy just one time tears his clothing we're not going to say that he's a shota it means that these are a simonim that that a person habitually does these things he does them all the time now what if you're a shota that does other crazy things but you happen to not do any of these three crazy things that Chazal happened to, uh, to mention. So the Rambam writes in the ninth paragraph of Hoseidus that daito Afbishu, k'inin If someone does crazy things, he's deranged, and he just happens to, on, on any matter, so that's a Shota. That's a, even if he manages to speak normally. So the Beis Yosef says the, the Rambam specifically does not, is not mefare the simanim. He doesn't list off the Simonim that the Gemara gives because he's telling us that it doesn't have to. Those are just examples. However, the Marik in the chuva writes in the name of chuvas from Avigdar, that uh, that it's dafka with these simanim that the Gemara mentioned. Other crazy things would not make a person a Shota, which is hard to accept. It's hard to imagine that a person uh, I don't know walks around naked or whatever. I don't know does other crazy deranged things that he wouldn't be uh, that wouldn't be a Shota. So the uh, but but this machlokas is a fascinating machlokas because the machlokas whether you need. One of these simanim or all of these simanim seems to play a role over here because what are we describing as the shote over here? Yovdas lishmor as Gita. She knows how to guard over her get, and we're still calling her a of But wait a second! Isn't uh, one of the, the, the how? How could you say that she has all of the simanim of a shote? If one of the simanim is Abi whatever you give them, right? They they tear their clothing. Whatever you give them, they just throw away. They don't know how to protect things. They don't know how to how, how to keep things. If you hold that you need all three simanim, then by definition, this girl should not be a shote. She's not mabi nachlosim. She knows how to. She knows how to protect her her get. So that's uh, what this gemara is used as one of the raya's like the other shita. That the gemara seems to be assuming that any one of these simanim would be enough for for a person to be labeled uh, a shota. Okay. The. Um, uh, yeah, let's go weiter. Then, so says the Gemara further. Now, There was a conversation between Rabbi Yocham Ben Nuri and the Tanakam and our Mishra, Rabbi Yocham Ben Nuri didn't understand why should it be that a uh, that a chareshes can get to, can get divorced but a cherish cannot get divorced on a Daraisa level. So, what was Rabbi Yochum perspective? Was he, was he comfortable with the idea that a man who's a cherish cannot get divorced, and he just wasn't comfortable with the idea of a woman not being able, being able to get divorced? Or maybe it was the opposite. He knew about the woman halacha, he wasn't sure about the man who's a cherish halacha. So, from the fact that they said to him, she is the fact that they responded to the by saying, Look, a woman who gets divorced gets divorced whether she wants to or not. She could even be Megarish or Whereas a man, it's only ritzono. the fact that they said, Megarish, said, Ish first, and then Isha, Isha That's why that that's, that that indicates that his issue must have been with Isha. So we start with Ish, we start with what he knows, and we say, think about it, the man has one status. The woman who you know not sure about. It's a different story. So frankly, no. From the fact that he says no, this should be the same. It sounds like. Isha was his real issue. And Rabbi Yochum ben Nuri l'devreyim karmelahu. Rabbi Yochum ben Nuri was saying, according to their own shi'ita, he's saying l'did. According to me, kiechi de isha l'matsi megaris shishanami He says, I think just like a man who's a chareish cannot get divorced, a woman who's a chareish can't get divorced. El l'didchu ma'ishna isha ma'ishna ish. But according to you, that you want to say a man, uh, you want to say a woman who's a chareish can get divorced. Why should the isha be any different than the ish? Some relate isha megaris l'isha they responded, no, there's a big difference between the Isha and the Ish. The woman is valkarcha. the man is not. One of the things we learned from the Eidos of, uh, of uh, Rabbi Yochanan ben Gudgada is that if a guy gives his wife a, if a guy shows a get to Edim, and uh, he gives his wife that get, but instead of telling her that he's giving her a get, he says, here's this star Chov for you to take. Rav Yochum was one that said that if HaRashas is married off by her father, then she could be Yotza Beget. So based on that, that he said that even by, by Kiddushin Gimurim, you don't need, she had a real Kiddushin, and still she could be Yotza Beget, you don't need her to be a Bardas to receive her get. So you see that even if she doesn't realize that it's a get, she's Mugrashas. The guy said to her, here's a star Chov, enjoy. And then she opens it up, and look at that, it's a get. She doesn't even have to know anything. Rabbi Yochum and Gulgad says over here you don't need her das she could be a cherish. So you don't need her das if uh, if you, you don't have to tell her that it's a get. So says Mar Pshita that's obvious it's, it's the same exact statement you don't need the das of the isha. What's he adding? Says Mar No. One might have thought that if the guy is saying to her here's your Starkhov, it's his way of saying that he's being mivatali get. That's why. It's telling us, no, if he was really being mevatel get, he would have said something to the Edim. The fact that he didn't say anything to the Edim tells us he's not really being mevatel the get. The reason he's calling it a shtarchov is because he's embarrassed to tell his wife that it's a get, so he's instead calling it a shtarchov, but he really does mean to actually get divorced. Okay, we'll pick up with Rav Yitzchak, tomorrow.